Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts making connections that matter. Right. Joining us this week is Nate Orr, who's a partner over at Spencer Fane. Nate, hope you're shaping up to have a solid end to your year. Uh, how's everything gone? It's been fantastic. All Very right. good year. Love it. Well, yeah. before we jump into things, you got to get the story <laughs> on your arrowhead chains. Loving the chains. So these are these are much. I figured since we were talking chop, I'd yeah. bring the chains. I, I, the chains go out to Arrowhead. It's the only place my wife will let me wear them <laughs> until today. There you go. Uh, right. I actually got these at the Texas State Fair in 2019. Okay. So I saw a guy walking by with a thing filled with them, and I mm -hmm. I chased him down and there I asked go. how much they were, and he said they were. One for ten or two for fifteen. I said I better take two. Then there, there we go. Love yeah, it. they're they're not cheap feeling either. These things have some weight <laughs> to them. Yeah, I'm glad you brought them because we had. I don't know if you know Brian Schweitzer or not, but he's uh, he's got that famous coat and he didn't bring it with him. Yeah, so I like it. I like right. it. Yeah. Uh, but what an incredible forty-eight to nine beatdown over mm -hmm. the Raiders on Sunday, Ooh. huh? I mean, you stomp on our logo, we're gonna stomp on your throats, and we're gonna stomp on your throats from the first play of the game. Yeah. I yep. mean, that was just amazing. I can't wait to get into talking about that. Uh, the rest of the AFC needs to be on notice. Mm -hmm. uh, but we have a huge game coming up, a uh, divisional game against the Chargers on Thursday Night Football, um, which is why we're actually putting this out a little bit early this week. Mm -hmm. uh, but that'll decide the division, honestly, um, depending on, on how things shape out here the rest of the year. Absolutely. So huge game. Uh, we'll get into that here soon. But first, we're going to bring you our position of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC, mm -hmm. your local trusted talent scouts. Uh, we're a recruiting firm in Brookside, and we'll find – the best accounting and finance, admin, marketing, HR, operations, sales talent that KC has to offer. Uh, Lucas, what do we have this week? Yep. So we're going to focus on financial analysts this week. Um, we have a management level position, so an FP&A manager with a company in the Northland. Hardly ever get any up there, so it will go quickly. I mean, you talk about um, Northland positions pretty much. So, well, I'm from the Northland, so I have to, right? We're trying to break into <laughs> that sector. Go. And then we have a, a, a not a manager level FP&A role, but a senior financial analyst, part of an FP&A division with a healthcare uh, company, publicly traded company. Uh, would look really good on a resume. Um, they're looking for about four to five years of experience and some uh, BI tool experience, so business intelligence tools. Um, but th those are two right now that yeah. are, are moving and grooving, and, and we're really excited to hopefully fill them before the end of the year and have someone start fresh in January. Yeah. And uh, I talked to Lisa today. We have three open recruiter positions as That's well. Right. So if you know anyone out there looking for a recruiting position, mm -hmm. let us know. Recruiters recruiting recruiters. Yeah, there That's you right. go. It's a uh, <laughs> recruiting inception. That's right. Uh, but yeah, those are your positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff Casey. Awesome. Nate, appreciate you being here, man. Let's, uh, let's talk some shop. Um, would love to hear a little bit about your journey with Spencer Fane. You know, share with the viewers kind of who you are, what you do there, and, and uh, how you've enjoyed your time uh, with Spencer Fane over the years. Yeah. Th first of all, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I've been at the firm for 21 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I started out, I was, I was a litigator. Mm -hmm. um, and when I made partner about 14, 15 years ago, uh, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up and uh, kind of created a little bit of a funky role for myself. I, in a, in a nutshell, I, I really serve in kind of an outside fractional general counsel role. Mm. I do quite a bit of business development for the firm. And when we're successful in moving, moving those companies over to the firm, I kind of quarterback the relationship and Try to, you know, staff things. Yeah, Speaking of right. staffing, try to make sure <laughs> right. that, you know, we get Hondas where we need them and Lamborghinis where we need them and, mm -hmm. and uh, just try to make sure everything's working as efficiently and, and responsive uh, 
quickly as, as we can. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been really a great role. It, it enables me to spend a lot of time with the clients, which I like. Yeah. Do you guys have any like specialties like that, you know, Spencer Fain primarily focuses on any areas or industries or anything like that? Or is it pretty general? No, it's a, a big full service uh, corporate uh, law firm. So, you know, I mean, we'd like to say we've got a lot of specialties, sure. uh, too many to list here, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, if, if it's a, if you've got a company or, or you're a business owner, um, or probably a place you, you, you might want to check nice. out. So. Excellent. Thanks for sharing. Awesome. Well, uh, every week uh, we ask a recurring recruiting question. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this from Casey, but he calls us the conduits of culture at Jesus That's right. Staff. That's right. Um, and uh, we find that focusing on culture fit is uh, really, really vital to making a long-term successful placement with our clients. So from your experience, you know, over the years with Spencer Fain, um, you know, what do you guys look for when you hire? What do you look for when you're, you know, kind of just managing your internal culture? Well, you know, we were just talking uh, in the break here. Uh, mm -hmm. Culture is kind of the main thing for us. And I know that, that it's sort of platitudinal and it gets kicked around all the time. Sure. Um, but, you know, having been there for 21 years, we've had tremendous growth, you know, over those years. Um, we've probably quadrupled or more in size. Nice. And, and a lot of that has been, it's been... Um, it's been very calculated. Yeah. It's little tiny bites um, because we spend a lot of time dancing with people that we want to bring into the fold uh, before we, you know, get married, and, yeah, uh, right. and and that it really is fueled from top down on culture. It's mm -hmm. the kind of place where you know you can walk into the managing partner's office, uh, no matter who you are, and sit down and talk to them and and, and rap about whatever's on your mind. And yeah. so it's 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 um, it's been a great place for us to find that growth because. Mm -hmm. A lot of places do lack that yeah. that yeah. special feel. That's exciting. It's it's so important in this ever changing landscape that we're in now. You know, this <clears throat> this culture is the biggest talk I think of every client we've oh, ever yeah. had. You know, in the last six twelve months, and, and even on the candidate side. So sounds like you guys are doing a heck of a job. Uh, definitely keep it up. Yeah, you must enjoy your time there. You've been there twenty one years. So. <laughs> I, you know, it, that's a good that's a great testament really mm -hmm. to it. I mean, I've had opportunities to go every place else and. Um, I wouldn't do it. It's, yeah, it's sure. a fantastic place. And you're right. It's 10x important now mm -hmm. post-pandemic. Uh, post oh, so. yeah. That's right. Definitely. We'll walk right into our quick hitter segment. So get ready. We'll do the first down, sack, mm -hmm. Hail Mary. First down will be a recent bit of success, personally or professionally, that will ultimately lead to sequential success. You know, I, 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 here's what I'll say. Every time we've got a, 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 a piece of success for a client, whether that's, you know, we just closed a big PE transaction for a client. Um, nice. And, you know, that, that client came to us through a referral from uh, mm. CBiz. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my friends at CBiz. Shout um, out. And, uh, you know, when, when, you can, when you can deliver for a client of a, of a referral source, it's just exponentially more powerful, right? Mm. Because Absolutely. they're going to remember, they're going to send another client back over, and, and that... That closing was big for us and worked out great for the client. So nice. That's great. That's a good first down for sure. Um, what about a sack? And sometimes there's this negative connotation tied to a sack, but it can be something that you quickly overcame or, or you know, you got back right on your feet. No big deal. You know, I'll tell you, I think for me, um, in terms of a sack, uh, and since we're sitting here with the staffing gurus, um, staffing right mm -hmm. now, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's happening for all of our clients. They can't find, you know, talented labor. Um, and we're with all of our growth and with the tremendous client growth we've had, you know, we're constantly on the lookout for, for quality, you know, both staff members and, and attorneys. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's been tough, you know, with the growth to make sure we've got the right attorneys to plug into the right things so that yeah. we can handle the volume. But, um, you know, it's also been a fun challenge and it has mm -hmm. enabled us to find quality talent and bring them in. So, yeah. 
Good deal. Go. Lastly, uh, Patrick Mahomes style Hail Mary. Uh, what's the next goal for, for Spencer Fain or, or for Nate over the next 12 months? The next goal for Nate is to go to LA to watch the Chiefs play hey. in the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, That's right. uh, actually, the, the next goal for Nate is to uh, get to Europe with my uh, new wife. We weren't able to go on a honeymoon earlier this year, and so oh, really? that, that'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, for Spencer Fain, it's just, you know, keep our heads down and keep, yeah. keep moving. So, there you go. Yeah. I like it. Everyone, it. Everyone comes in with a professional goal. I love the personal goal. <laughs> it's a good go. touch. There nobody go. cares about my professional goals. <laughs> <laughs> really, nobody cares about my personal goals. <laughs> that, hey, it, well, we do here at Talk and Chop. It sounds fun. That's yeah. damn right. Uh, um, well, speaking of Talk and Chop, um, you know, I guess we'll transition into that uh, from Talk and Shop. But, yeah, appreciate all your uh, insight into Culture Spencer Fane and, mm. and what you do there as well. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this Raiders win. That's and, you right. know, in, in the spirit of Andy Reid, we give our guests the first take every week. Uh, so with that, time's yours. <laughs> with that, time's yours. Yeah. Uh, hey, well, I mean, what, what are you going to say? I mean, it's <laughs> tremendous, right? That's I mean, right. you mentioned it at the opening here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Drive, drive that bus around the stadium a few more times. Yeah. Come stomp on that logo. We'll That's see right. what happens. Yeah. And I do think that, you know, I mean, I think, you know, that, de- you know, Spagnola defenses, mm-hmm. we've seen it happen here now all three years. They mm-hmm. get better. And I think that uh, I don't know if we're going to see a lot of, you know, 48 to nine games mm-hmm. down yeah. the stretch, but I do think that defense seems pretty legitimate. Yeah, absolutely. And as long as this guy here can keep finding out reasons to uh, put a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Normally I have a bobblehead that Lucas will, will touch. That's right. I That's right. At home. Sorry, guys. For good luck. <laughs> you know, all facets, all three phases of the game, we're, we're killing it. The thing that I'm going to take away, I'm going to call this, shout out Legereus Sneed, hope you're doing well, but yeah. I think this is the Legereus Sneed game. Like, my, was it Mike Hughes? Mm-hmm. Came in, had a career-defining game, uh, forced fumble. Yep. Uh, essentially was a part of three turnovers, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and the fumble recovery. And the fumble yeah. recovery. The team just rallied around potentially the number one cornerback having a family tragedy, and, and they came yeah. together at the perfect, most opportune time and, and looked absolutely great doing it. So shout-out, Snead. I think your, your teammates balled out for you. The defense yeah. looks stellar. The Melvin Ingram playing angry. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes me happy. That was a, a heck of a pickup. Shout-out, Veach. And, and honestly, I'm just so excited to ride this momentum um, into Thursday, which yep. we'll talk about here in a minute. Yeah, um, since y'all got the defense covered, I'll, I'll talk the offense. Um, you know, that offensive line, I mean, it's just time and time again, mm. you just see them just absolutely dominate. <laughs> like, I don't know if you yeah. saw the clip of Trey Smith spinning yes. back around and just throwing Max Crosby like he's a fourth grader. And then it Wiley awesome. gives the stare down. Yeah. Is like, you know, I mean, those guys. Yeah. And, and one of the other things I will say, and not just offense, but across the board, um, it's really just a plug-and-play type of team. It just speaks to, you know, uh, Brett Beach front office, you know, what he always kind of preaches in terms of that depth. Uh, Andy Reid's always great about coaching up, uh, you know, the quality. I mean, even Wiley mm-hmm. um, that you mentioned, he's, mm-hmm. he wasn't started to come out, and right. he's still, you know, crushing things. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, LeJarrius Sneed being out, potentially Chris Jones being out this week, you don't, we don't know, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it's been a plug-and-play type of year, and uh, the guys have stepped up to the challenge. You know, it wasn't uh, – the first couple games weren't the easiest. Uh, you know, we sure. clearly took our lumps, but um, I, I think you're seeing this team, again, win, win kind of scrappy. Mm-hmm. That, that experience is going to come in play uh, in the playoffs, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and especially down this home stretch, too. We have some really important divisional games coming yep. up that – uh, that Bengals game. I mean, they look pretty good this weekend playing the, the 49ers, even though they didn't pull it out. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the year. Uh, <clears throat> It'll be with, fun. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking for this uh, 
It's Thursday, Nate. We'll kind of give you the first take again on this one. Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I, so I, here's the deal. I mean, I, I don't like I don't like a short week headed west. Mm, you know, I don't true. like that much. Um, I do like the revenge game factor. Um, speaking of Melvin Ingram, I think he's yeah. going to show up big. Nice. Um, he's that, had yes. this game circled, I'm sure, since he <laughs> right. came on board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think I, I here. You know, I I think uh, I don't think it's going to be a 48 to nine game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think the Chargers are too talented, but I do think that that porous run defense that they've got could serve us well i bet mm-hmm. we're going to see we're going to see a lot of uh, coverage deep and i and i i hope the chiefs are patient and they stick with the plan yeah. and take what they're getting underneath and you know the uh, fresh prince could uh, he could have a big night that's yep. right that's right yeah if, if we get even get uh get the fresh prince going and then i'd like to see gore in there again too man yeah, he man. looks good running north south but yeah. uh, i agree with you if you get the run game going um hopefully we can keep Justin uh, Herbert off the field. Right. Dude's got a cannon. He, he is a real. He's the real deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know what the status is on Keenan Allen. I know he was out last week. Their yeah. star receiver. Well, he's back. Attention. He should be playing. He I think be he'll playing. be back. Mike Williams is questionable as well, but he should be there too. And then on our side, Josh Gordon. Obviously, he just got put mm-hmm. on the list. So it'll be interesting. Which is yeah. it's disapp- disappointing after the game he had. I know. He kind of had the breakout game, and then, yeah. You see Chris Jones got put on today? Yeah, so I heard you mention uh, that. Yeah, I, so it's I Tuesday not. as we were recording. Yeah. We don't really know. Uh, it's about like one one twenty here, so we haven't heard many mm-hmm. details. Uh, but I do know he's vaccinated. He just has to produce, I think, uh, a PCR test, which takes, I think, another 24 hours, and they have to be 48 hours apart. So he might be able mm-hmm. to test like right before the game and yeah. still play. Um, yeah. But he's got to get those negatives coming in. And I don't know if it was close contact with Josh or what it was. Sure. Uh, but around the league, I mean, they had like 37 positive yep. tests yesterday, which yep. is big number. Kind of crazy. Um, so yep. yeah, everyone. Hopefully, we haven't had too much bad luck with it. It's, it's been normally oh, been no. there we our go. opponents right, that right have, yeah, there. <laughs> we got that yeah. Aaron Rodgers game too. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. So hopefully we can stay healthy. Aaron uh, Rodgers and his magic potions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of this Chargers game. I agree. I think it'll be, um, you know, a running game, um, you know, again, with our line playing the way we have. Um, I'm just I'm honestly impressed by the maturity of Mahomes throughout the season. You know, he mm-hmm. came out and was firing lead the league in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Over the last, I think, like seven games, he only has like, what, like nine touchdowns or something crazy or maybe five games last uh, his nine touchdowns. Um, but his like the the stat they were using the his efficiency has gone way up. Mm. He's just taking what people give him. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not being selfish, not trying to score every play like they always did in mm-hmm. 2018 to you know their Super Bowl victory. But sure. um, you know, it's the maturity of this team. We can mm-hmm. beat you in any way that you're coming at us. Like yep. you know, yep. so I'm excited to see the the, the Chargers in full force. But I, I think you're right. I think they've. Not only uh, Melvin Ingram, but the rest of the teams had this circled on their calendar. They knew yeah. it's going to be a short week. They knew it's going to be a potential trap game. So mm-hmm. I think maybe resting the starters at the end of the last game might have helped. Um, smart but, move. Uh, yeah, I think that was a smart move. And you know, and even though we had the, you know, I mean, look, I, the, the four the four turnovers in the whatever it was the first sure. quarter, the yeah, first sure. half of this game was, you know, that was our fault. But I yeah. think that these guys feel like embarrassed by that. Mm-hmm. I think it put. I think it send them into that spiral in yeah. their heads and, yeah. and I think feel like they feel like they're back and yeah yeah ball Just, protection running game and and you know the, the deep the deep balls were back last week yeah. so that's right it's a scary sight so talk to me about like score predictions do you think uh Chiefs take it obviously but what are you thinking how much I do think the Chiefs win what's the line give me a little cheat oh, here crap. we didn't look know. that up that's Tucker, all right do you know see if I can pull it up I'm going to guess that the line is – oh, you know what? Actually, I think I did see it. I think it's three and a half, Chiefs by three and a half. Uh, they're laying Beautiful. three and a half. So uh, I think they're actually going to – I think they're going to cover that. Okay. I do. And they're not a cover team, I know. Right. But I think they're going to cover. And I am going to say 
24-17 Chiefs Ooh, victory. I, like I don't that. think it's, it's uh, going to be super high. It's yeah. Chiefs uh, minus three right now. I just okay. It. So, yeah. Okay, there you go. I like your bet. Um, I think it's going to be one of those. I don't want it to be one of those, but a game that comes down to the wire. Um, might be a field goal to win it or a final drive to win it. Come down at the witching hour. I don't want it to be like that, but <laughs> these dang Chargers seem to – Give us a run for our money when they're here, but uh, we'll still take it. It's going to be a 27-24 uh, Chiefs victory. All right. All right, Tucker, what are you thinking, man? I think we go 21-10. 21-10. Oh, I'd like that. Okay. I love it. Hey, keep yeah. keep that defense. <laughs> the point's low. I love it. That's man. right. I think we're the first, uh, first team in NFL history since uh, 2014 Seahawks to give up, I think, nine or – Nine straight points in the last three games, and I think that was yeah. the Legion of Boom. Was yeah, that yeah. The same game? yeah, the Legion of Boom. Hell of a stat. And I don't yeah. remember yeah. what the stat was, but they just tied the '97 Chiefs in some big stat here over the this six-game win streak, and that's 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 a stout club that '97 yeah, right. defense. Is that Marty so, yeah. Ball? Yeah, oh yeah, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was three years old. That one, so <laughs> we've, so we've, we've seen clips. Yeah. You yeah. were three. I was crying on my bed as like a 22-year-old when they lost to the Broncos <laughs> yeah. in that playoff game. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, in terms of my score prediction, I agree with you. I think it, it is going to be close. And, you know, these these Thursday night games, you never really know if it's going to be, um, you know, they come out firing or if it's just a dud. So I'm going to go because I was going to say 27, 24. Oh. <laughs> I'll go uh, 24, 21. Okay. I'll keep it a field goal. There we I go. Think, uh, I think it'll be a push. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this game. We'll see what happens. That's right. It's, well, it's a big one. Yeah. It is one of yeah. It's the biggest of the year, I think. So, any any final thoughts? We really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah. We'd love to hear, you know, any last takeaways. No, I listen. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, we love at Spencer Fan working with you guys, yeah, and uh, uh, you got a you, you got a goofy boss. Uh, That's but, right. But I love him, uh, and, <laughs> and it's been nice to get to know it you guys. Rubs off on us. Yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, right. If you can't tell, but uh, yeah, I mean that does it for week fourteen of Talking Chop, brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, make sure to tune in to uh, you know, our show every week with some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities. Nate, again, thanks so much for being with us. Um, Appreciate it. a hell of a time chopping it up. Yep. Uh, we'll catch you guys all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.